Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, this is Steel Ivory, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. It's been a long week, work nine to five with overtime, and I barely made it to Friday, but now I'm finally free to do whatever I want, and if it's up to me, well, it's you, with your headlights in my front lawn, I just need a little pick-me-up, so come pick-me-up, we can hit the liquor store since 23 bucks, get drunk on cheap champagne, forget about the world while we listen to the rain, I'm in need of some TLC, and the only way I want to switch your lips all over me. Singer-songwriter Hallie Kearns. We'll uh, talk with Hallie about her career, her uh, uh, brand new single, which you just heard, and anything she's working on that uh, she can talk about. Um, this should be fun. And and if my voice sounds a little ragged right now, it's because your boy uh, just just uh, had a birthday yesterday, and I'm coming off a celebration. <laughs> so so I, I apologize for the. Uh, the uh, regularness of my voice, but um, with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome the uh, uh, lovely Miss uh, Hallie Kearns to the show. Hey, Hallie, how are you? Hello, I'm doing well. How are you? 
I'm doing well. A little ragged, like I said earlier, but I'm I'm okay. <laughs> yes, I did see it was your birthday yesterday. Happy late birthday. Thank you. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say on air how how old I am, but but uh, <laughs> it was it was a a pretty great birthday. Uh, uh, my parents uh, cooked dinner for me, which which is always good. Um, uh, uh, a lot of that 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 uh, southern cooking. I mean, we're talking brisket, we're talking uh, mashed potatoes, mushrooms, oh, homemade that's cake. Yes, yeah, so a lot of that <laughs> that a good southern cooking, you know. Oh, that's the best. Where's home for you? Uh, uh about three hours west of Nashville. So, okay. uh. uh Around the Memphis area, sort of. Very cool. Yeah. It's, uh, I've lived here my entire life, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade, I live in the South for anything, except for maybe the springtime. Springtime in the South is not fun, usually. That's what we call allergy season. <laughs> and tornado season. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, uh, I thank you again for doing this. Uh, uh, when your manager reached out to me, uh, 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 with the track that we just played, uh, I took a listen to it, and about about thirty seconds in, as I was telling you off air, I'm like, uh, uh, "We need this girl on the show because your voice is just wow." Thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, before we get into uh, the the uh, the uh, bones of this interview today, uh, um, just kind of tell everybody uh, how you got into music in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was about 13 or 14 whenever I started playing guitar, and uh, I just really fell in love with it pretty instantly and taught myself just on YouTube (laughs) and was just looking up the chords to all my favorite songs and really just fell in love with the craft of playing guitar. Um, And then I started playing for my local Young Life, which is like a Christian organization, and started leading worship for that, and that was kind of my first time performing in front of people, if you can call it that. <laughs> and then uh, as I got a little older, I was about 16, 17, my junior year of high school, and everyone started talking about, you know, where they're going to go to college and what, and that's kind of when I realized, like, you know, this is really the only thing that I want to do forever. And so that's when I decided, you know, I'm going to try to pursue this as a career and not just a hobby. And the rest is kind of history. After I graduated high school, I moved to Kansas City, and I started playing some shows, and a couple years after that, I moved to Nashville. Awesome. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, how long have you been in Nashville? It has been about a year and a half now. I moved in March of 2019. Nice. Uh, so you're just kind of, kind of getting your, your, you're you're a feet wet around the city, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. I'm finally establishing, you know, like my little community and 
uh, people on Ashford. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like it's been home for a while now. But, yeah, it, it feels like a lot longer than a year and a half, honestly. Just I took trips there for about a year before I finally moved, and so that helped me mm-hmm. get – like, that, that transition was super easy because of that. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and and I'm probably telling my age here, but I've been – I've been going back and forth to Nashville for over 20 years now, uh, making trips back and forth. Uh, I have family that lives about 15 or 20 minutes outside of the city, so so I always uh, have a place to crash whenever I uh, whenever I visit. And and uh, when when uh, my aunt moved about say 25 years ago, something like that. Uh, uh, I've always loved Nashville, first of all. I mean, I've always loved country music uh, for as long as I could possibly remember. So when she moved to Nashville, I'm like, that's my ticket right there. <laughs> so Definitely. so uh, I'd go up and visit her. Uh, and i tell you, Hallie, uh, 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 the first time I stepped on Broadway, I was like, yep. We're going to be seeing a lot of each other in the future, Nashville. I guarantee you. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I will. I think everyone remembers their first time seeing Broadway or stepping into uh, that Nashville setting with all the live music pouring out of every single establishment and just all the lights and mm-hmm. the sounds and you know just flooded with all these people who are so excited to be there. It's, it's there's nothing like that experience. There's absolutely nothing like it, and and. And over the years, I've established many, many friendships, and 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 there's absolutely uh, nothing like the music community there in Nashville. They will take you in, and they will just wrap their arms around you like nobody's business. Sorry, I lost you for that last part. What'd you say? Uh, um, I said the the uh, music community there in Nashville. Is is unlike anything I've ever seen. Uh, they will take yeah. you in and just and just wrap their arms around you like nobody's business, you know. Yes, absolutely. The community there is so warm, and I think it's because every single person, for the most part, I mean, there, you have this, you know, a couple rare people who are from there, but everyone's a transplant. Everyone is from somewhere else in the country, so everyone's always eager yeah. to make new friends. And even if they've been there for a while, they at one time were the new kid, and they remember that feeling. So. Everyone's so open and welcoming. Honestly, it's such a fun town. Absolutely, and uh, and and I was reading your bio that you're that you were or uh, that you're from the uh, college town of 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 Columbia. So, yeah, are you a sports fan? <laughs> You know, I probably should be a little more of one, given that I am from a college town. But um, environment of watching a sporting event, if that makes sense. Like, I absolutely – we grew up going yeah. to every single museum football game, so I spent, you know, so much time. But I always loved, like, the – just the atmosphere there. I loved being with friends and family and just tailgating and then going into the game and just doing all, like, the sporting event things. If you ask me any, like, staff yeah. or any players or anything like that, I, I'm worthless. But <laughs> I love – I love we went to have Royals games growing up and Cardinals games, a lot of baseball, some Chiefs football games. Um, so yeah, we yeah. went and did a lot of that kind of thing. But I love watching sports for that reason. I'm just not like a 
I can't say really I'm a sports fan, more of like a sporting event fan. OTT kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. Uh, and and the reason I brought that up is, is, and I'm glad you mentioned the Cardinals, because, because I have seen 29 of the 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Oh, that's so cool. What's your last one? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Oh, that's awesome. And I used to go uh, back when I was in, what, 7th or 8th grade, something like that, 6th, uh, 7th, 8th grade. I used to go to uh, uh, St. Louis all the time and see and see the Cardinals play. So, so I, I grew up kind of a Cardinals fan. Oh, so you got a little special place in your heart. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, I, I'm. I, I remember seeing uh, 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 Mark McGuire play. Uh, um, the year after he uh, broke broke uh, Roger Maris's record, um, that was one of the first times I've been to St. Louis. You saw that game? Is that what you're saying? No, uh, I saw I saw a game uh, uh, the year after. Uh, oh, he already broke the cool. record. That was the next season. So uh, that was one of my my uh, my uh, first times being in St. Louis. Oh, that's a little extra. Right. Uh, um, I did have some kind of uh, fun questions if you're up for it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, if you weren't in the music business, say, say uh, if you weren't at all in this business, uh, what would you be doing right now? Uh, I actually was asked this recently, and I don't, I don't have an answer. I can't see myself doing anything besides this, and I don't really want to envision it because I think if you give yourself a plan B, it kind of makes everything else fail. You know, it makes plan A fail. So I don't have an answer. I would find another way to make it work. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. I get that. I mean, I mean. Uh... And that's sort of how how I got into podcasting. Uh, I've been covering music since since 2014. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. and I've been I've been a host since 2012. And it was sort of kind of a uh, accidental thing. Uh, a bunch of my friends were doing it, so I figured. Uh, so I figured if they can do it, why not? Uh, uh, why not see where it leads me? And that was 2012, and I gave myself uh, two weeks in this business. I said, I said, if I don't enjoy this in two weeks, if I'm not getting anywhere with this, I'm done with radio. I'm through completely. Well, two weeks, have, uh, two weeks have turned into about eight years. So, wow. Yeah, uh, and. And like you said, I could not see myself doing anything uh, else uh, other than, other than this, especially covering a genre of music that I have so much respect for. Yes, absolutely. I love that though. You're super passionate about it. Yeah, and and like I said earlier, I've loved country music 
ever since I could talk, basically. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, when the opportunity came up to 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 uh, cover this industry, I said, "I'm there. There, there, there's no ifs or buts about it. I am absolutely there." I love that jumping on the opportunity. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Uh, another question I had for you. Uh, uh, when everything is said and done with your career, 40, 50 years down the road or whatever that may be, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave on the music industry? Hmm, that's a great question. I, I just hope that along the way I'm able to help people just feel understood in a way maybe they didn't prior to hearing my music um, in whatever regard that may be, whatever they're looking for. I just know that's like how I got into music in the first place was through artists and songs and lyrics that made me feel something that I couldn't explain or put into my own words. So I think I just want to be able to have songs that do that for people. You know, they can look back and be like, that song is one of my favorite songs of all time. It stuck with me because of this reason. It got me through this moment. Like, whatever the circumstance may be, I just want it to be impactful like that. And I think you're well on your way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, you know, the reason I asked that question is because, it, is because, because uh, like I said earlier, I've been in this podcast game for eight years now, and and I've kind of been been uh, thinking about uh, my own uh, 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 my own legacy in this space, you know, and uh, and I think uh, beyond anything that that I ever do uh, 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 with this podcast uh, uh, professionally, I just want to be known as as the as just being a good guy, you know? Absolutely. I think you're doing that for sure. You seem like a super nice guy. I will appreciate that. And 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 I tell all my guests this, but but if I believe in you and what you're doing, I'll be your 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 biggest cheerleader and your biggest champion. Oh well thank you. That's so exciting. That means a lot. And they've done a great job of and typing up this last thing for me and just this opportunity and everything means a lot. So thank you. Absolutely. And and I definitely believe in you. I mean I mean I think you're a star. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Uh, okay, so uh uh I wanted to kinda I switch gears here and talk about your music uh, uh, for another minute. Uh, um, now I know uh, with 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 everything that that happened this year, uh, uh, pr- uh, pretty much everything shut down, and the music industry was hit hit pretty hard. Uh, uh, um, did you have any any? A touring plan before uh, uh, before um, um, everything hit the fan. Um, I had a couple shows pre-recording 
um, to go up and play in California, just along the coast, that kind of thing. Um, and those all got canceled. And I had plans of releasing music still. I just didn't have exact dates on any of that. Um, and so, you know, it has been really tough. And I've, I've been hit some of my friends and uh, people in town harder than others. But, you know, because there are some people who are relying heavier on live performances than others. So uh, that's been really tough because those are the things that took the biggest hit. But I I had a weird kind of silver lining moment that happened within quarantine where I really didn't have dates or a hard timeline on recording and releasing music. And since I wasn't able to tour, it kind of gave me a big open schedule to get in the studio as, as well as my producer. He had a lot of things fall through and had a lot of um, available time to work with me and take a lot of um, – a lot more time I think than we normally would have had in the studio and we're able to crank it out really quickly and um, work together for a lot of long hours and this music got out a lot sooner than we thought so that was a weird silver lining that happened in the middle of all of this um, I'm really thankful for it because I have five songs ready to go now and you know one out and on the way on Friday oh, awesome I'll definitely uh, uh, I'll be on the on the the uh, lookout for that, and and I'm in, and I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, um, um, every Friday, I host what's called Indie Country Radio. I'm sure you've seen a few of the tweets and a few of the uh, Instagram posts, uh, but I'll definitely uh, add add uh, pick me up to uh, 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 rotation on that show for you. Thank you. Oh, that'd be awesome. I appreciate that a lot. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of picking me up, uh, how did that song come about? Um, I well, I had the idea um for the play on words of pick me up and you know like pick me up in your car and then because I need to pick me up. I had that idea. I don't remember how I that popped into my head. I'm pretty sure I was having a conversation with a friend and made some kind of silly pun. And then I was like, okay, that's actually kind of a cool idea for a song. <laughs> and then um, I brought it to my co-writer, Spencer Crandall, and just told him, I was like, hey, I have this idea. What do you think of it? And he's like, oh, that'd be really cute, like, for sure. He's like, what is the feel you're looking for, though? And I kind of told him, you know, the vibes of what I wanted. And he started with the chorus, and it really just poured out of us. It was it, it was a lot of fun to write. Awesome. Uh, just – a uh, couple more questions for you, then I think we'll 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 uh, wrap things up. Uh, uh, as a creative person, uh, which I know you're 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 extremely creative, what inspires or or uh, motivates you? Oh, that's a great question. I I would say people around me are probably the biggest one. Uh, just my friends and family are a big thing I pull from. Uh, but really I can find inspiration in just about anything, and I think a lot of my co-writers would say the same thing where, you know, whether it's you're outside, and I can be really inspired by anything, you know, from the outdoors to friends and family to, you know, some random moment, some memory. You know, there's just – you can pull inspiration from literally anything. So I, I always pull from, you know, real-life circumstances when I'm writing a song. I want to either have lived it or – experience it alongside someone living it or 
you know, if it, even if it's a dramatized version of what I've personally experienced, I always want them to be my stories that I'm telling. So that's where I get my biggest inspirations are just like life circumstances that I've been through. Uh, and and uh, uh, um, this is kind of funny, but uh, I usually have 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 a notes a notes prepared for these interviews, uh, uh, which uh, which is what what I do. I mean, I research and write questions or whatever you know. And I yeah. And nine times out of ten, I'll have notes for these interviews. I threw those notes out about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> no way. Seriously. And I just that. Um, this is probably one of the most off-the-cuff interviews I've ever done. <laughs> well, I would have never known. You, can, you can't really tell, so I'm breeze right through it. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, 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 a uh, last question I've got for you. Uh uh whenever or uh uh when we get the all clear for for uh for a major travel again and and whatever, you know, uh what's coming up for you? I mean, is there uh I know you mentioned new music that's dropping this Friday, but uh uh what else is coming up for you? Well, I have, yeah, that song is called I Drink Whiskey. It's out Friday. It's available for pre-order and pre-save right now. Um, And then in October, I have another single coming out. It's called Shoes to Fill. It's about my dad. And then in November, the rest of the EP drops. So we're doing, you know, back-to-back months of music. And um, I'm not sure what 2021 looks like as far as touring and that kind of thing. That is the dream. That is the goal. If I can get out on the road, I will be out on the road. But it's just kind of hard to know with the circumstances right now. So um, I will definitely be pushing music and writing and releasing more, hopefully, in the near future. So I'm just going to keep doing what we're doing until we get the okay to, you know, live normally again. <laughs> right. Uh, and 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 I'm glad to hear you've got a uh, – a, uh, uh, EP coming out because uh, because I'm one of those weird birds who 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 actually uh, sits down and takes the time to listen to an album or an EP top to bottom. Oh, I love that. Uh, you don't know what that means as an artist to hear that because <laughs> there aren't a lot of people. That's why singles are so important now because people's attention spans aren't mm-hmm. usually that um, that great. So you know you can really three at three separate times so you can kind of catch them and then then two at the end but so hopefully everyone's going to get to hear the full EP but I appreciate you listening to it talk to them it's kind of told the story that way so yeah and yeah and that's and that was kind of my thought process I mean I mean uh, the reason I listen to EPs and albums top to bottom is one because I'm such a music nerd and such a music fan that that I just love it, and, and two, it gives me an insight into uh, into an artist's entire story in that moment. Yes, that is so true, and and it is interesting to watch, you know, the evolution of artists, how they change and grow, and 
you know, transition and listening to an album focus on like that is such a cool mile marker of where they're at when they release it. So that's a cool way to look at it. Absolutely. And and probably one of my favorite uh albums of all time is is a chief uh from uh from Eric Church. I love that album so much. Oh my gosh, yeah, how could you not? It's such a good one. I seriously love that album so much. And and I got to see him play uh uh when he played Nashville uh I think it was two years ago. Something like that. Are you still there? Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Uh but yeah, uh, uh, I got to see Eric Church perform at Nissan Stadium. Uh, I think it was two years ago. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, that was May. a huge tour. Yeah, is that when he was doing the back-to-back night in the arena? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. And I can't wait for those and, to start back up again. Oh, me too. And. And my favorite part of the show, I still get chills thinking about this, uh, is at the end of Springsteen, uh, uh, what is it, little, oh, oh, that little uh, run? Yeah. Uh, he stopped singing and let the fans take over. 50,000-plus fans doing that little run. A greatest thing I've ever experienced as a music fan. So amazing. Can you imagine that many people singing your song back to you? Oh, gosh. No, I'm just... I'm getting chills right now thinking about it. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I wish I could have witnessed that. It was, um, like I said, one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed as a music fan. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, uh, I, I kind of lied to you earlier. I, I do have a, a, a one more question for you. Uh, is there anything that we uh, haven't covered today that you'd like to talk about? Um, I don't believe so. I mean, that's what I got going on right now. I new music out Friday, which I'm super excited for, and that's pretty much where all my energy is going right now. Awesome. Well, I, I, I thank you so much for doing this. This has been so much fun. It really has. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great getting to talk to you. Absolutely. And and do me a favor, will you? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, tell your manager he's a rock star. Oh, I will. I like to tell him that all the time. He really is just the best. Yeah, he absolutely is. And and I hope he's listening to this right now. <laughs> I do. He's a good fan. He tunes into a lot of these. So. Awesome. Well, uh, hey, listen, uh, if, there's ever, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, whether that's uh, from uh, 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 promotion for this upcoming single, uh, um, even 
outside of music, I mean, just as a friend, uh, um, don't ever hesitate to reach out, okay? Okay, thank you so much. It was so great getting to meet you. Uh, I'll I'll talk to you later, Hallie, okay? Okay, sounds good. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, the lovely Miss uh, Hallie Kearns. Um, before we get off here, um, I want to tell you guys who we have on the show next. Uh, if it'll ever come up. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, folks, man, and it's a little slow today. I'm, I'm not completely sure why, but it just kind of is. Um, okay, we have uh, next Tuesday at uh, 4.30 Central, we have the uh, uh, rescheduled list of culture interview. And so I think with that, I think I'm going to end the episode right here. You've been listening to Weekdays with Murph. Thank you, and goodbye.